Hello everyone, welcome back to Ethereal Wilderness, a podcast where we talk about human connection, self-reflection, inner growth, and having the hard conversations. I'm your host, Laura Vansicle, and on today's episode, we are going to get into people-pleasing. What is people-pleasing, you ask? Well, people-pleasing is having the tendency to prioritize other people's needs and desires over your own. And these people tend to go out of their way to make others happy to avoid conflict. This behavior can stem from a variety of factors, like the desire for validation, fear of rejection, low self-esteem, or from social conditioning. While people-pleasing can be seen as a positive quality in some situations, it can also lead to stress, anxiety, and difficulties in maintaining healthy relationships. Learning to set boundaries and prioritizing your own needs can help you overcome this tendency to want to say yes to everybody and stop neglecting yourself. When we don't speak up about what we want and need, we will start to resent others. Not because they didn't give us what we wanted or needed, but because we didn't feel deserving enough to ask for it. Playing small and avoiding conflict might be a sign that at some point we learned that rocking the boat to express ourselves meant losing someone's love and attention. So we learned to say yes when we really wanted to say no. And sometimes we think we are confused about what we want, but the truth is we know exactly what we want. We feel it, but we are just afraid of how other people will feel about it. Here are a few factors that play into why we people please. First, there's upbringing. A person's upbringing can have a significant impact on their behavior and attitudes towards others. If you were raised in an environment where pleasing others was highly valued, you may develop the habit of putting others' needs before your own. For example, when we are little, we are told no a lot, and we are conditioned to obey whatever our parents say, and what they say goes because they know best. So, As we grow up, we tend to let that bleed into how we relate and navigate with others, whether it be in school or at work, which also leads into social conditioning. Society often encourages us to be polite, accommodating, and agreeable with everything. This can create a lot of pressure, so the majority will conform to social expectations just to avoid conflict. I hear it all the time from people around me. I don't like confrontation. (laughs) Well, not me. (laughs) I love confrontation, but I love it for a reason. Confrontation is not always a negative thing. It actually can be a positive and productive way to address issues and improve relationships with clear communication and expectations. 
I used to unconsciously be a huge people pleaser. I wasn't even aware of the term people pleaser when I was a people pleaser. Completely unaware of how I was neglecting myself and my needs. I mean, like what needs? You know, I had no idea. I thought that by agreeing and going along with what others expected of me or told me to do was what you were supposed to do. I worked in an environment where you were disciplined if you said no to something or if you wanted to take time off, if you were sick, or if you just needed a mental health day. So I was conditioned to make sure I worked through feeling like shit because it didn't matter if I was sick. Work was more important. Bringing money in for the business was more important. No one could cover my position, so I had to be there because I would be letting people down if I wasn't basically laying on my deathbed. Sacrificing my healing, my rest, my own health, all for what? A job where I wasn't valued as a human being? Honestly, that always irked me in a way where I would build up so much resentment that I would cop an attitude with people because I wasn't living aligned with myself. So I acted out in ways where I came across as a bitch and was just completely horrible to people because I didn't feel like anyone understood or respected me as a person. Over time, I started to grow some balls. I had a breaking point and I started to not care if I got reprimanded or even fired for my decisions to put myself first because that is ultimately what I knew and felt was right for me. I started to set boundaries around how much time I actually wanted to give others and I started to prioritize what made me happy, which in turn made me a lot kinder of a person because I had the energy that I needed to show up as a better person. But that did involve having to be confrontational. Positive confrontation. I know a lot of people struggle telling the people closest to them no because they fear rejection or disapproval. They worry that if they don't please others, they'll be rejected, criticized, or disliked. Well, guess what? If those people reject you, criticize you, or not like you because you are being yourself and choosing what's best for yourself in your life, those people weren't meant to be in your life in the first place. And why would you want those types of people in your life anyway? They can kindly or unkindly eliminate themselves. See you later. Anyways, there is also the flip side of people-pleasing from fear of rejection and disapproval, which is the desire for validation and approval from others. They may feel that if they please others, they will be valued and appreciated by following along and being a yes man or a yes woman. 
Low self-esteem also plays a factor in people-pleasing. People with low self-esteem may believe that their own needs and desires are not important. They may rely heavily on external validation to feel good about themselves. They may seek constant approval and praise from others. And they may base their self-worth on how much they are liked and accepted. Now that we've gone over possible factors into why we begin to people please, let's discuss the negative consequences of it. Constantly prioritizing others' needs and desires over our own can be emotionally exhausting and lead to chronic stress and anxiety. I operated out of this state of being for a majority of my life, and it's not fun. Chronic stress and or anxiety can lead to a ton of other health issues, kind of like the domino effect. My health is something that I always was very pre-preventative about and hyper aware of, so luckily I never let my physical health decline past a certain point. However, my mental health did suffer for quite a while. People pleasers may feel resentful towards others for taking advantage of their willingness to please and towards themselves for neglecting their own needs. It can lead to imbalanced and unhealthy relationships where one person is constantly giving and the other person is constantly taking. This can lead to lack of respect and mutual understanding with one another. This ties back into where I explained how my attitude changed towards everyone around me and how I was mean, I was miserable mood all the time, I hated everything and everyone. That is definitely no way to live and no way to build or maintain any kind of relationships in your life. You will eventually push everyone away and no one will even want to be around you. By constantly putting others' needs first, I felt as though I had little control over my own life and my decisions, and I was extremely depressed. I felt like I had zero say over anything and felt completely dissociated from the present moment. I was living my life for others, and it got me nowhere except down a deep, dark, black hole of my own misery. And it was not a good time. By neglecting your own needs and desires, you may feel as though your own opinions and feelings are not important, which can create a low self-esteem and low confidence, which will make it difficult for you to set boundaries and to say no to others, which can also lead to feeling overwhelmed and overcommitted, ultimately a complete burnout. By recognizing the negative consequences of people-pleasing behavior, it can be a first step into breaking the cycle and stopping the habit. Some benefits of breaking the the cycle of people-pleasing or the habit, whichever you'd like to call it, um, are increased self-esteem, better boundaries, healthier relationships, and a greater sense of personal fulfillment. Ways to do that look like 
getting clear on identifying what you want and need. Before you can set boundaries, you need to be clear on what your own needs and desires are. Take some time to reflect on what's important to you and what you need in order to feel fulfilled. Setting boundaries can be difficult, especially if you're not used to it. Start with small, manageable boundaries and gradually work your way up to bigger ones. What does that look like for you? Maybe it's only working three days a week instead of four so that you can prioritize your mental and physical health. Maybe it's saying no to going to family or work events that drain your energy. Maybe it's only going out to socialize for an hour or two and not the entire evening. Whatever it may be, be assertive and communicate your needs and desires in a clear and confident manner. Use I statements to express your feelings and avoid blaming or attacking others. Use positive language. Instead of framing boundaries in terms of what you don't want, focus on what you do want. For example, instead of saying, I don't want to work late, say, I need to leave work by 5 p.m. to take care of some personal responsibilities. Practice saying no, and saying no can be difficult for people pleasers, but it's an important part of setting boundaries. Practice saying no in a polite but firm manner. It's funny because I've said no to a lot of things in the past three years, and my coworkers have definitely noticed I say no to almost everything. But it's because I truly only want to do what I really feel like doing or what I want to give my energy to. You don't need to explain why you're saying no, even though 99% of the time you will get asked why. I simply respond, I just want to do my own thing. Also, no is a complete sentence. By staying calm, validating others' perspectives, and sticking to your boundaries or offering alternatives, seeking support, and remembering your worth, you can handle pushback and criticism with confidence. I generally feel liberated anytime I get to say no to something I don't feel like doing. Because it doesn't, it, it only builds the confidence I have within myself and my soul is saying thank you for listening. You have to be consistent with boundary setting. Stick to your boundaries and don't give in to pressure or guilt from others. Also take care of yourself. Setting boundaries can be emotionally draining So it's important to practice self-care activities that help you relax and recharge. Get support. It's helpful to have a support system in place. Seek support from friends, family, or a therapist that can help you navigate the process. And lastly, empathy and compassion can coexist with assertiveness and boundary setting. Cultivating these qualities can help you connect more authentically while still maintaining your own needs and values. 
When you keep people-pleasing and choosing others who can't show up for you, it's because you're consistently not showing up for yourself. It feels normal to deny your own feelings and needs, but this pattern didn't just start with you. It was learned. We humans are creatures of habit, and we all have patterns that we learned at a young age. And we continue to repeat those patterns until we consciously see the pattern itself and make the decision to change it. If your family was constantly denying your feelings and ignoring your needs, there's a pretty good chance that you do that same exact thing to yourself. A lot of our self-talk comes from how we were spoken to as a, as a child. And I think when you're transitioning from being a people pleaser to someone with more boundaries, it's so weird because it's hard to tell if you're being mean or if you're just listening to your own feelings because you're so used to only thinking about others. And when we are always concerned about not losing others, we end up taking a lot of shit from them and lose ourselves. So make not losing yourself a priority so that you can attract people who respect you and reciprocate. One of the biggest signs of growth and healing is when your fear of being abandoned or rejected is activated, but you no longer feel the impulse to lower your standards, disregard your needs, or silence your boundaries to feel safe, valued, or loved. These are all things I personally had to work through myself And it takes time and it takes practice. Speaking up for your needs can be difficult, especially when it makes you feel nervous and anxious and uncertain. However, not speaking up can lead to missed opportunities, unaddressed issues, and a lack of your own personal growth. Even if your voice may be shaky or uncertain, advocate for your needs and it will undoubtedly build stronger connections with others. People will also respect you more because they will start to see that you value yourself. I hope that by listening to this episode, it helped shed some light on whether or not you have been a people pleaser or have people pleasing tendencies and that you can start to identify and address where it may be popping up in your life and how you would like to change that and shift that. As always, I appreciate any feedback, uh, a five-star review, a written review to help the podcast, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode.